In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. There is both a mystery and a beautiful clarity to the God of the Bible. There's so much about our God we do not know because He's the infinite God. And there's so much more that we will come to understand both as we study Scripture and then as we see Him someday. And yet, there is such a simplicity about the way He reveals Himself to us. When you come to the Revelation, there is a great deal of mystery. And yet, there's also a great deal of clarity. And we find both in our text today in Revelation chapter number 1. God is speaking in Revelation 1 and verse number 11, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I want to pause just a moment and say, aren't you glad that God wrote it in a book? And we have the book, and we get to study the book. That's right. These letters that were written to these seven local churches in Asia Minor now are passed on to us, preserved by the Holy Spirit, so that we have the benefit of them. And then, after identifying who he's addressing, he gives John a beautiful picture. Now, it's going to take us a little while to walk through this, but let's just try to begin today. In verse number 12, John says, And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man. So here's the picture that he sees. Seven candlesticks, and walking around in the midst of these candlesticks, one like the Lord Jesus, one like unto the Son of Man. He looks carefully at the Lord Jesus, and in his right hand, he's holding seven stars. In verse 16, it says, and he had in his right hand seven stars. So would you use a little sanctified imagination? We're not reading into the Scripture. We're trying to see what God reveals in Scripture. This is what John saw, seven candlesticks, Jesus standing in the midst of those seven candlesticks and holding in His right hand seven stars. What could that mean? Oh, yes, there's mystery there. But thank God there's clarity here. Because at the end of Revelation chapter 1, He tells us exactly what those candlesticks are, exactly what those stars are, and exactly what the Lord Jesus is doing. And it has a great message for us. Revelation 1 verse 20 says, The mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the seven angels or the angels of the seven churches and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. So let's look at the candlesticks, the stars, and the Son of Man today. First of all, the candlesticks. Who are the candlesticks? Well, let's define for us here. These seven candlesticks are the seven churches. This is so important. You see, candlesticks are peculiar. They are, they are unique. Each one of them is unique. May I say every local church is unique. The church at Pergamos was different than the church at Thyatira. The church at Sardis was different than the church at Laodicea. Your church, different from another church. Uh, you can't compare church to church. Uh, certain there are common elements. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. But there are also great peculiarities among the candlesticks. 
Then we think of their placement. Candlesticks have certain places, and uh, they, they are placed in different rooms. Well, God does that with His churches. He placed one in Laodicea. He placed one in Ephesus. He placed one in Smyrna. Uh, let me tell you what every city and town needs. It needs a candlestick. It needs a local New Testament church placed there. And then we have their purpose. What is their purpose? Well, this is the most obvious thing. A candlestick exists for one purpose, not to look at it. It exists to give light. What is our purpose? Matthew chapter 5, from the very beginning, Jesus taught that we were to be the light of the world. We were to be a candlestick. We were to shed forth His light in this world. Oh, my friend, the local church has one mission in this world. It's not to be beautiful to look at and for others to admire us. Rather, it is for us to give light and point people to Jesus Christ. And when we cease doing that, we cease having any purpose for existence, according to the Lord. No, we have these candlesticks uh, for one purpose, and that is to shed the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. So, we have the seven candlesticks. Then we have these seven stars. And who are the seven stars? Well, the seven stars are defined here as the angels or the ministers of these churches, literally as the pastors. Now, when I say star, I'm not talking about like the star of the story. Jesus is, only the, is the only star in this story. No, uh, we're talking here about stars that reflect light, that give guidance. Stars in that day, ancient civilization, were used to give direction. May I say that's why God calls pastors and ministers. They're they're servants. Uh, They are not uh, rising stars just to be admired. No, they are fixed by God in certain places uh, to give direction. God has a shepherd for every flock. He has here an angel or a star for every local assembly. What are stars? Stars are lesser lights. The minister's nothing without the Lord. The only light we have and the only glory we have is that which we reflect of the Lord to other people. And uh, we have one mission, and that is to help light the way. You remember those wise men uh, following that star to the place where Jesus was born. Well, that's the principle here. Uh, These stars are to be guiding, leading the way. But, oh, I love this tender thought. Look where they are. They're in Christ's right hand. They're near to the Lord Jesus, a place of security and protection and intimacy. Oh, isn't that wonderful? He's the one who gives them their power. He's the one who holds them. He's the one who who flings them out where He wants them and places them where He wants them to be. Uh, They tell me that stars continue to burn because of consistent little nuclear explosions within them. Oh, friend, there must always be an internal power if there's going to be an external light. And so the, the minister is God's angel here, that's the word for messenger, to simply guide the way. But now here's the important thing. You have seven candlesticks, seven churches. You have seven stars, seven ministers or messengers. But watch this. You have one Son of Man, one Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the common denominator in every church and for every minister is one thing. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. Now let me point out just a couple of things about him that we see. First of all, where is he? He's in the midst. I like this. Someone said, where's Jesus today? He's walking in the midst of his churches. He's always in the midst. From the very beginning in Luke chapter number 2, when they, when they were looking for Jesus, where did they find him? He was sitting in the midst of the doctors and lawyers, hearing them and answering their questions. Uh, he's always in the midst of the storm. He's in the midst of the difficulty. And friend, he's in the midst of his churches today. And then this expression, Son of Man, 
Certainly, He is the glorified, exalted, ascended, risen Christ. He's the one soon coming again. The King is coming. But here it is the title of His humanity and humility that is used. What's He doing? He's identifying with us. He is coming near to His people. He is identifying with churches and with ministers as the Son of Man. We have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let me tell you what the great mystery is. The great mystery is that the Lord Jesus Christ is among His people. And the great mystery is that every faithful preacher and messenger of the gospel is in His right hand. Oh, I want to pause today and say, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. To think that God would work through us, would choose to use us, would come near us. This is glorious. So when you come to the revelation of Jesus Christ, don't think of God as some distant, far-off God or some future tense God. No, He's in the midst of His churches and He holds us in the palm of His hand. It's a mystery, but there's clarity to it. God says, be very sure of this. I am near you, and I want you to be near me. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back, and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.